Runsack, Staffordshire and Cheshire, the show for news, features, reviews and all things running in your local area. Welcome to episode 24 of Runsack, Staffordshire and Cheshire. I'm Andy Vickerman. And I'm Gareth Copley-Jones. And this is your local running news. We've got a guest tonight. We have, yeah. 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 Do you want to introduce yourself? That's my cue, isn't it? it yeah. Is, yeah. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here. So you are? Uh, I am Ian Corley. Ah, right. Or well, Ian Crawley, as you sometimes other name. <laughs> um, yeah, well, welcome to the show, mate. Um, we'll be yeah, interviewing you in a bit, and hopefully uh, you'll be getting involved throughout the show. So what have you been up to, Ian? Uh, well, yesterday, Congleton half. Oh, right. Um, and? It was good. You know, it's one of my favourite races, in truth, uh, in the local scene. I always look forward to it. Didn't do much for the week before. I had a bit of a rest week, and I think it helped me. I enjoyed it. Good. Great stuff. And you, Gareth? Um, yeah, I ain't been running. Uh, <laughs> my, my foot's getting better. Um, yeah. Yeah, the magic hands of Adri. I, I haven't seen him for a week, but um, yeah, he's filled me with all confidence. So I think I think he's getting better. I'm 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 sort of not wearing the moon boot as much. I'm doing a thing called optimal loading. So in other words, that means whenever what? Ruth is about, you've got the boot on, but whenever she hasn't, you've got the boot off. Yeah, yeah, a bit like that. <laughs> if I want to get to the shops, I have to take the boot off. But no, it's, it's getting there. I think. Yeah, he's just all a bit unsure, so I'm going to give it a couple more weeks before I get back running. I've missed me, I've missed me race and me cross country and that now. So I'm just getting a bit. You know, like when you, the first week was quite nice. You know, just like yeah. relax. Now I'm just getting that old oh, feeling rubbish because I ain't been out running and and that. You know that. I know, I know, I know what you mean. You know. But you could have done Chester yesterday. Things could have been worse. <laughs> I could have done Congleton yesterday. I've done Chester once. Yeah. <laughs> Blinking, you miss Chester with that race, aren't you? Yeah, you do, actually. And Wales. Yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing a lot of Wales. <laughs> um, anything else, mate? Anything else to report back? Oh, I've just, well, I've been the whammy. Um, yeah, you didn't come down for a guest appearance this week, did you? Um, but, yeah, no, no that was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Stood on the bench and shouted at people, and then they all went off and enjoyed the runs. Um, and yeah, all the results worked fine. Uh, what else have I done? Oh, I've been be coaching, that's it. Oh, been rejected for London. Oh, have uh, you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we haven't got onto that yet anyway, so don't don't tell us if you um, if you were rejected or not. <laughs> Well, you find out quite early if you're, you'll probably find out later on in the, the week because your name begins with a V. Uh-huh. You know, but I think how they do it is they send out A to E probably first. And then a day later, they send out E to, you know, wherever. I was, ca- I was kind of hoping it was the nose first and then the S's. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, what you been up to, mate? I, I've not done that much running. Um, I did a good session down the club last week, and then um, I did 
a marathon yesterday, which didn't quite go to plan. I tried to be brave and went out at marathon pace and I fell off. Well, the, the 315 pace that came past me on about six or seven miles and I stuck with them until, I don't know, about 12, 11, 12 miles. And I fell off them by about 30 yards, but I got them in sight, so I was quite happy. Um, and then we turned into this road that was really windy, and it was, it was like running in a wind tunnel. So I tried my hardest to bridge this 30 yards, and I don't know, I just did it too quickly and just kind of blew up as soon as I got back to them, really. Yeah. Uh, and just struggled from there, really. I think my head dropped, and that was it then. It was the end. Um, as I still got as I remember at Chester, there's a lot of long, straight roads, isn't there? There is, yeah. <laughs> and they're really irritating because it's just... I, I like a corner every now and again. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's them Romans for you, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, and that's that's about it. But I, I've got some good things to say about it. I think they do the best um, The best goodies. Yesterday, I got, you got a, good, a good heavy medal. Didn't just get a t-shirt. Well, instead of a t-shirt, you got a, a three-quarter zipped um, jumper. Um, you got a bag. You got a buff, and then you got this massive goodie bag. So I was quite impressed. I didn't get that six years ago, or whatever it was. Yeah. Now. Well, seeing as I was thinking about pulling out of the race at about fifteen, sixteen miles, but but then you start seeing everyone walking back with the goodie bags. Well, no, no, it wasn't that. It was the fact I was thinking. If I pull out now, what am I going to do? I've still got to get 10 miles back, so I might as well just carry on. <laughs> and I'm glad I did when I got the, the loot at the end. Yeah. So that's that. Right. Shall we, what have we got on this week? We've got loads on. We've got news. We've got a load of news. We've got reviews. Uh, we've got results. We've got a feature. The feature is the guest. Gosh, drove that big good. Um <laughs> We've got a Facebook question, we've got fixtures, and we've got a competition, so we better get on with it. Yeah, let's get on with it. Okay, it's time for this week's news. So we've got loads today, so we're going to start with the not-so-local stuff. Um, the national news, as you've already alluded to, Gareth, the London Marathon Ballot. So you haven't got in? No. I, it's something... Yeah, no, I haven't got in, and I'm sure everybody else isn't going to get in as the week <laughs> unfolds. But it, it don't... Like, some people get really hung up on it, don't they, the London Marathon thing? But I'm not... I'd like to do it because I get sick of people saying, have you done London? But that's the only reason why I want to do London, just to say, yeah, and that's it. But, yeah, I understand it's quite good. It's on the telly and stuff like that, but... Um, <laughs> Ian, are you yeah. in good for age, or have you entered the ballot, or are you not bothered? Uh, I, I am no longer good for age. Um, I'm average for age, I suppose, if that's a category. <laughs> um, but I didn't enter the ballot. Uh, I've I've done it three times as good for age, and you know I I enjoyed each one of them. Um, but I figure I've done it three times. Move on. Yeah. I agree. I've done it twice. Um, all right, I, all right. Although I have entered the ballot, <laughs> and I, I'm still waiting for the yes parcels to be sent out. Um, however, for people who don't know, 
if you don't get in through the ballot, a lot of running clubs get allocated places. And generally, from every running club I've heard of, you have to save your rejection slip to get in through the club ballot. So just a little tip, if you've received yours today, do not throw your rejection slip away. Keep hold of it until you know what your club are doing. Yeah, and if you have thrown it away, don't worry, because they'll send you an email two days later to really compound the fact that you haven't got in. So... <laughs> right then, next news. Go on, Gareth, you tell us about this one. Next news, uh, yeah, uh, Elias Kipchoge, our the greatest marathoner in the world ever. He's going to start his sub two challenge. He's he's arrived in Vienna and supposedly he's set to do it on Saturday unless it's raining and then he might put it back a day or so. But yeah, the conditions have got to be right. So um, yeah, he's set to do it on Saturday. So if Saturday's a nice day in Vienna and the wind's blowing the right way and done all that, he's going to give it a go on Saturday and you can watch it on the um, on the internet so yeah so that that that'd be pretty cool because he only missed out on it by 20 seconds so yeah it's like it's like roger bannister stuff that isn't it so it'd be good if he does it do you think he will yeah yeah i think he will i think he will yeah everyone's getting a bit quicker now aren't they you know so there you go you heard it here first anyway ian yeah have you got the show notes in front of you I have, mate, yes. Yeah. Do you fancy an audition? Oh, go on, then. I've got a singer out. <laughs> <laughs> Read us the next piece of news, mate. Is that the local North Staff? That's the one, one, yeah. So, read us the news. Go on, hit us with it. Okay, uh, we've got two North Staff's Roadrunners records to report. Uh, first one, and the female 75s for Elaine Statham. Uh, she's broke the 5K record with 27.50. Uh, I don't know where that was. Someone tell me what race that was at. Pass. Okay. <laughs> never heard of that one. <laughs> and the next one? Um, and the next one we've got is Julia Matheson. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah. Um, and that's the F55s, and she's got a marathon time, and it's an absolute blinder. Three hours, 17 minutes, and 40 seconds. Yeah, and and that is I can tell you that she did. Cracking. I can tell you that she did that at Chester because yeah. I saw her there. So, I'm, well, I'm presuming, unless she's done more than one marathon this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, great stuff. Think you passed there. What do you think, Gary? Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah, he right, got everyone's we... names right in that. You know, should we have half an hour off then? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, next in the news, uh, Newcastle Staffs AC are all England champions. Now, I'm not sure how this works, but they got a shiny plate for some kind of competition within the Chester Marathon. Uh, so, well done to them. Yeah, I think it was like your, your five count. I think it was male and female, and it was your first five counters. Um, so they had a lot of runners at Chester. So, yeah, so that's how they did it. Um, we've also got news that the North Staffs Roadrunners Awards uh, are taking place on the 10th of January at uh, the Florence Sports and Social Club. And tickets are available online after the uh, and and after the Flying Fox. So, yeah. So okay. get, your, get yourself all dressed up for that, you know. You can get yourself on the... Uh, you know, dress up nice and fancy and get your bottles of Prosecco and get sneak on the stone table. Ah, well, don't talk to Ian about dressing fancy because that's one of the uh, sections we want to talk to him about in the future. 
Oh dear. <laughs> anyway, part run news. So we've got two cancellations coming up. Uh, Delamere on the 12th, due to Hal Runner taking place. And on the 19th, the Canuck Chase is cancelled because of a Canicross event. And also, while we're on the matter, at this week's Whammy Part Run, there is a blind awareness um, event happening. Um, so within the Whammy Part Run, because it's Blind Awareness, is it World Blind Awareness Day? I think. Um, I think it is. World, World Sight Day, I think. Is it, oh, yeah. World Sight Day. Oh, right. Okay. Like that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so look out for that and there will be uh, numerous people wearing spectacles and being guided throughout the course. Um, yeah, what else we got? All Stage 5's opened for entries. They had a big um, bash up at Velo Runner on Saturday um, and now they're online. So, yeah, get get your entry whether you're going to run it or not and then you can make the decision close to the time because it sells out quick. Uh, yeah. We've got a new... Race happening. Um, oddly, are having well, they've built it as a, a run rather than a race, but they're having a festive uh, 5k run on the 29th of December, setting up from Audley Cricket Club. So that's a new one on the calendar. So, yeah, burn off a bit of turkey at that one. Now, I'm not sure of many events that happen between Christmas and New Year. I know there's one that happens South Staffordshire, but um, I can't think of what it's called off the top of my head, but that sells out pretty quick i can't think of any others locally so i think that might do quite well yeah fingers crossed yeah yeah it's all to do with the it's all in conjunction with the rotary club club in it so it's all yeah. all the money's going to a good cause so yeah mm-hmm. get on it and finally um run sack go on <laughs> well, all right fine. yeah we've we've we're trying to get the spread the word of run sack out there and we've we've joined Twitter and Instagram. So those that aren't on Facebook and all that, they can you can go on your Twitter and find out when the um, the podcast is out and stuff like that. Hopefully you've all got it subscribed now, so you just drops in your in your podcast thing, you know, when when Andy releases it. But um, but you can find out a bit about the Runsack thing on Twitter and Instagram. So look us up, give us a follow, and. Uh, and it's it's easier to share with your friends then, isn't it? So you can you can indoctrinate all them lot. Yeah, right. I've just got to make some friends, and then I'm I'm good. Well, the, you know, you can indoctrinate people you don't really know as well. So, <laughs> and that's your news brought to you by Runsack, Staffordshire, and Cheshire. Okay, it's time for this week's results. So, the first place to start with is the Catherine House 10K and 5K. Now, I'd originally put some results in for this until somebody told me that it was cancelled earlier on today. So, I looked back and it was actually the 2018 results I was going to report. So, thank you to them (laughs) for uh, reporting that to me. (laughs) Don't bode well for someone that runs a timing company, does it? (laughs) (laughs) What else we got? We've got the Congleton Half Marathon was won by Cal Moulton of Bo Alley in 74.45. And Hannah um, Bridger of Macclesfield Harriers in 1940. Yeah, what's next? Uh, Chester Marathon. The normal marathon, not the metric one. Uh, that was won by Tom Charles of Trafford AC in 229.29. 
uh, and the girls race, the ladies race, Abby Van Dyke. And she's not got a club, although I dare say she will have one because she did three hours, one minute and 38 seconds. Yeah, they'll be circling and vultures will. Uh, on the 6th, also, there's the Chester Metric Marathon, which took place at the same time as good as. Uh, Chris Pownall of Nosley Harriers did it in 90 minutes, 47. And another no-clubber, as Burford, in 1 hour, 49, 17. So he's a metric marathon, just 40, 42 kilometres. <laughs> yeah, 42 kilometres. <laughs> We surely no, and no, right. Um, sorry. Uh, every, and then lastly, we had the Tamworth 10K won by Phil Wolf of uh, Stafford, Canak uh, and Stafford in 36:01, and Olivia Harris of Royal Sutton Coalfield in 39:51. And that's all your results. Yeah, well done to everybody who competed. Never mind if you won. Look out for the fixtures later in the show. Right, this week's review is uh, sent in from Clive Palmer, regular listener, and he did the Banger 10K this week, and Andy's got the review. Yep, so Clive, thanks for the review here. It says, uh, Banger 10K, with all the bad weather about this weekend, I wasn't sure if this would go ahead as the other events had been cancelled. While the weather report said heavy rain, the reality was no rain at all. I stayed at the management centre, which was about 10 minutes from the start line, a little rushed first thing as breakfast was about 8am and the race at 9.30, but it worked okay, thankfully. A short walk through the university grounds, down loads of steps, a good pre-race warm-up, to the race HQ situated in the shopping centre. So handy, really, as it gave shelter if it had been needed. Easy registration to get the timing chip and bib number. Race got started, bang on time. Banger on time. Both 10K and half marathons started together, so you had no idea who you were running with. Congested start, which didn't really thin out until a mile or so had passed. First landmark on the course was St. George's Pier. Running up and down, it was great fun. Oh, that sounds right. It was a bit blustery as we were out over the Menai Straits, but it so brought a smile to my face and many others too. From there, we ran down past the harbour, which had massive puddles to negotiate, a bit like doing a water jump at Steeplechase. After the harbour, it was onto an old railway line um, that was now a walk and cycle track. Over wooden bridges, past flowing streams, through great big trees and under impressive viaducts and bridges for the 10k runners, we stayed on this trail while the half marathon runners branched off. At this point, I suddenly found myself running on my own, but I didn't mind as I was really enjoying my surroundings. No rain and no wind. Perfect. Got to the turnaround point and there was a lone lady directing us back down the trail, facing all the oncoming 10k runners on the narrow path. Lots of friendly well dones and acknowledgements were exchanged. Didn't run back, didn't run back the complete way as we branched off and we were directed up onto the main road, back to the centre. This wasn't close, so Marshall's kept us on the path. Approaching the town centre, I was feeling so fresh, I went for a sprint finish to the line. Crossing the line, I was presented with a bottle of Welsh water, a nice medal of the clock tower, 
and a runner's t-shirt and a runner's t-shirt. I absolutely loved the race. It had everything going for it. Brilliant sights, excellent marshals, great support and friendly runners. What more could you want from a race? Not bothered about times. I just really enjoyed this so much. It is now my favourite race of all. For now, anyway. Well, thanks, Ron Wales. Looking forward to Flincher next. And he sent us a medal of uh, a picture of his medal, which uh, is pretty impressive, actually. I'll put a picture of it for you, Clive. What do you think of that? Very good. Yeah, I like, they have some good um, races, don't they, in Wales? You know, quite yeah, quite fancy doing a few of them. But yeah, sounds sounds like a cracker. Good stuff. Well, keep your reviews coming in. It keeps us entertained and it helps us fill the show. <laughs> okay, it's time for this week's feature. So, as you've already heard, we've got a guest presenter with us tonight. Uh, it's Ian Corley. He runs with um, a very new running club. So. We've invited him on to talk all things about him, all things about his running club, and all things about what he does in the running world. So, hi, Ian. Hey, buddy. You all right? Yeah, good, thanks. Right, anyway, so you are Ian Corley. Tell us all about yourself. Uh, well, 43 uh, years old. I've been running since about 2000, 2012. Uh, so just seven years or so, formerly of Trenton Running Club. And as you touched on there, uh, now in a, a newish club, a uh, Lonely Goat Running Club, which some of you will have seen around at park runs and events. We're, we're not so lonely anymore. There's, a, there's quite a lot of us. Yeah, that's right. So uh, what got you into running? Uh, well, at the time... I was carrying a bit more timber than I am now, and I just wanted to shed a few pounds, fancied having a bit of a hobby, and just do something to just get me fitness up. So I, I had a pair of trainers knocking around and some shorts, so I thought I'd have a run. And, you know, from tiny acorns, big trees, and that, you know, it's just gone on and on from there. Uh, did my first event in 2013, and I was one of those naive ones who never knew that North Staffs and all these 20 odd races existed. When I, when I saw that calendar, when I joined Trenton, I didn't, it's, where's my weekends going to be gone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a bit like that now, actually, but for other reasons. Um, yeah. <laughs> great stuff. So what, tell us your running profile. Come on, give us some of your highlights and your PBs and stuff. Uh, well, PB for marathon. Let's start there. I start with the long stuff and work way down. Um, when they bought the the Potts Marathon back, that was my first marathon. Yeah. Um, and I did that in three hours, thirty three seconds. I did that. I can't remember what I did it in. No. Three hours. No, it was a bit slower than that. <laughs> three, three hours, thirty three <laughs> minutes. I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, go on then. Carry on. PB for half marathon. I'd be Chester that same year, 2015. Um, and that was 81.40 something. I can't remember exactly. Um, wow. The 10K PB was at Telford. It's the one and only time I've done sub 37. Um, 
and I've only ever the only five k I ever do is Dave Clark five, so my PB's got to be there. <laughs> you need to come down the Lammy. <laughs> my PB, well, Dave Clark five as well. Exactly. I, do, I do the park runs as well, but you know. <laughs> um, right then, the most important question: What's your run Breton ranking? My handicap, yeah, uh, three point six after Sunday. Oh, you can uh... go away. You can go away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we got much over here, Gareth. <laughs> I've been arguing around three six and three seven for a while, so great stuff. Well, we we are in running royalty almost. So I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> so what's what's lonely go, Ian? Because I, I I didn't know about it until recently. So go on, talk us through the the idea behind it. Then it's a new running club, right? Um. Put it simply, it, it is just, you know, it's a running club just like any other. But whereas Newcastle, Trenton, Stone, you're all sort of geographically based, Lonely Goat's an online thing. Um, it's been set up since May 2017, which I didn't realise it had been going that long. And it was set up by three, uh, three friends from school who went to school together, a fella called Andy Leggett. Uh, Steve Howard and Chris Marsden, and the name comes from Andy Leggett. Um, it was Goat was his nickname when he was at school. I have been doing my research. Um, <laughs> He's got this, <laughs> and he was for him. He, he had family commitments and work commitments, and running clubs. You know, by the very nature, how you meet up on like you know a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a Thursday at half six or whatever time, it just, you know, it didn't work for him. And they sort of figured that the, there must be a lot of people like that who, whether it's for family commitments or working funny hours or, you know, people who just don't want to run as part of a club, people who, you know, might have a bit of anxiety about running as part of a big group. They just, they like doing it on their own, but feeling part of, part of a bigger community. And that's why they set it up to sort of, have that message out there and have that sort of support structure and it's it's open to anyone any age any ability um you've only got to look at the, the goats that were at congleton yesterday there was nine of us there Crikey, and, well. i know and there was a lad i think his name's peter nimmo uh he he was first goat home and he did it i think he was top 15 you know, he did it in something like one twenty something, and then you've got people who, you know, doing it in two and a half hours. We've got a real massive range of people, um, and we're just we're getting bigger all the time. And you don't have to join and be an affiliate; you can just join and follow us on Facebook, sort of thing, and just be part of the community. Mm -hmm. But if, if you do want to be an affiliate, you can do that. It's it's sixteen pounds for the year. Well, fantastic. So it's just and your affiliation fee. Goes to the ghost. Yeah, yeah. You, you pay one pound on top of your affiliation and that just goes to the, the website. Great. Stuff. And the, the only thing they ask is that you sort of, you know, take hold of the, the core values that you've got. And that's the sort of the, the structure it's all built around. And it's all to do with, you know, supporting, inspiring and achieving, you know, and 
if you can keep that going through your running and help each other out along the way and you know give a high five to all the other goats you meet on the way that's that's what they want to do and it's it's something that's caught on massively because we're, we're the biggest affiliated club in the country now i have to say the top's nice I'll give you that. <laughs> well, we have there's there's multi colours because I I favour the green badge, ah, you know, a bit of a, a bit of a nod to Trenton. Um, <laughs> but there's there's blue, there's purple, there's pink, there's yellow. I think there might be another one, but I can't remember. And the most common question you get on the the Lonely Goat chat page is people asking what the colours mean, and it's it it just doesn't mean anything it's whatever your favorite color is whichever one you like great stuff you, you get all sorts of stuff on there people asking for running tips who's who's at what race at what weekend shall we meet up for a photo shall we have a drink you know it's it's just a great big online community and it's it's getting bigger fantastic so how would somebody um join a lonely goat then or get in touch with lonely goat to inquire further uh, you can do it on the Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, which you can just search Lonely Goat. It's pretty straightforward. Um, they're on Insta, um, which that's how the young people say Instagram, I'm led to believe. <laughs> um, you, the website, Lonely Goat, I think it's lonelygoatrc.com. Um, there's FAQs and all that on there. Um, and you can, I think you can put your application in to join on there. Um there's a, like I say, that you don't have to be an affiliate. You can just join, get on the Strava group, and you know, my my timeline on Strava now, it's full of people all over the place, just up and down this country, all around the world. Yeah. You know, you're getting people from Canada and Mexico joining, and it's crazy. How how would you get how do you get a top then? Is it like a mail order company or something? You order it through, or you order it through the website? Through their website, brilliant. Well, yeah, you've you've got. You've got different T-shirts, running tops, a rather a rather garish pair of leggings. Which, if I'm You've saying the leggings, are bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll stick with my socks, thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's there's some decent gear there, and it's it's like you say, it's it's all good. And you know, if you're a fan of the planet, if you like the environment, the the tops are all made from recycled recycled materials. Brilliant, well. Fantastic. That that should keep that should keep Greta happy anyway. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Um that's a great profile on Lonely Goats. But I want to talk about the most important subject, which is obviously your fancy dress outfits and particularly the boxing gloves. Can you tell us all about your um, your outfits that we see so often out on the course? Well, seeing as you've you've raised the boxing gloves one, um, I'll 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 go with that one first. Um, that was for specifically for this year. It was Liverpool and Manchester marathons that I did um, because I did them for a charity, and it is now a charity. It's an organisation called Ringside Rest and Care, um, which is looking to set up a rest home uh, and a retirement facility for ex-boxers um, because not all of them make Anthony Joshua money um, it's obviously it's a sport that takes its toll on the people who take part in it and some of them need quite specific care later in life Yeah, and Ringside's 
try and get that facility set up. It's it's very similar what they're looking to get to the the place that they've got for retired actors. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so it's going to be along those lines, but obviously with specific care for people with you know head injuries and that sort of thing. And it's going to be a place where boxers can sort of congregate and swap war stories, watch their old fights and all that. Um, and as a massive boxing fan, I just thought. I fancy doing something for it to help. Um, and, you know, why not raise a bit of money on one of my runs? Why not use them? And let's let's make it something a bit special. I've got a pair of boxing gloves. I can get hold of a head guard. My friend, um, a local boxer, Luke Catchy, who's fighting this Saturday, um, he managed to sort me out with an head guard. Uh, and it all seemed a very good idea at the time. <laughs> until until you get to like mile 15 or 16 and <laughs> your, your head feels like it's in a furnace um, but worse than that the gloves yeah 16 ounce boxing gloves it was it's a, it's a bag of sugar in each hand how, how would you um, have a gel or something or oh I don't drink? I don't do gels I don't um, do but gels. the drinks uh, the, the drinks, it was, if I was going for a world record, it would have been a bit tricky because you have to keep them on all the way through. But I managed to sort of get my hand out of the glove, grab a bottle, have a swig, and then get the glove back on. Oh, right. Okay. And we'll let you off that one. Bit, then. <laughs> well, the, the world record's something like three hours, uh, four minutes um, for doing it in boxing gear. And... When I signed up for doing it, I was a little bit fitter, and I thought, I could have a bash at that, why not? And <laughs> then sort of training and injuries being what they are, you just think, yeah, let's not. Let's just have fun. Let's earn a bit of money and spread the good word. All uh, right. Well, maybe. Maybe one year. You'd have to have somebody running with you to actually feed you the water, wouldn't you? Throw well, I, I, thought I, could get, I thought I could get someone do it on bike, kind of like Mickey in the Rocky films, and just <laughs> shout abuse at me and kind of thing. So what I'm, other fancy dress out- few takers. What other fancy dress outfits have you worn over the time? Because I'm sure I've seen a few. Uh, you have seen a few. A couple of them have been to do with Liège, um, <laughs> the the beer lovers, the beer lovers marathon, which I'm fairly certain I've mentioned before. <laughs> Good um, stuff. Every year they do it. There's a theme, and the first time I did it, the theme was uh, the Wild West. So. I did uh, a Native American, Native American Indian, whatever you want to call them. Um, that was a decent costume. This year's theme was heroes. So I went Maximus, Russell Crowe, gladiator style, um, which might not have looked it, but it was a really nice costume running, tunic, and, you know, running in a cape brilliant. <laughs> You just oh, it's it's the best because you do just feel like you should have a theme tune. <laughs> uh, I've got a priest costume. Oh wow, good. Which that one's going to make an appearance next year. Um, I'll, I'll give you an exclusive if you like. Oh right, okay. Um, they've announced the Beer Lovers Marathon for next year. It's May the seventeenth. Um, I have already signed up. I am already in there and I'm already thinking of my costume because the theme for next year is circus now pretty I'm pretty certain 
I'm not doing that as a priest, no. <laughs> right, um, okay. with, it, with it being circus, I'm pretty sure it's going to be jam-packed with people dressed as the greatest showman. Right, okay, yeah. And I want to be a, a little bit different, so I am going to belie my size a little bit, and I'm going to go as a strong man. What, with it, with weight? With an inflatable one, I'm not that daft. <laughs> um, but the priest costume, therefore, is going to come into play because they've moved the date of the beer lovers marathon. And this year it clashed with Potter's Harp and I couldn't do it. Um, but with the date moving, I should now be able to do Potter's Harp next year. And I did say three weeks ago uh, to my girlfriend that if there was no clash, I would do Potter's Harp in my priest outfit. Oh, no. And now yeah, it's on record. You're panicking now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to get the sleeves ripped off just for keep it cool and just so I look a bit like an Aussie priest for some <laughs> weird reason. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to have a bit of fun with Potter's off, seeing as I missed it this year. Rock up as a priest, holy water everywhere. Have a laugh. <laughs> well, water into wine, that kind of thing. My next question anyway, so you've led me nicely into it. It's not about Potter's. But it's about beer and marathons. So come on, tell us all about it. We hear about it every week. So tell us about your affinity with um, beer and marathons. <laughs> well, I, I think Liège must have had my card marked because when they came up with the idea to do the Beer Lovers Marathon, because it's, yeah, it's, it's two things I love. And <laughs> it's in a country I really like. And they, it's, they just said, well... It's, it's basically they ripped off, and I'm sure they won't mind me saying that, they ripped off the, the Marathon de Medoc, um, where you just go around drinking wine, but I'm not that middle class, so I couldn't do that. <laughs> so I, I, love, I love a beer, and you know, there's no secret there. Um, and it's, it's a good reward, and Belgium's a great place to get beer. And the, the Beer Lovers Marathon is... It's, the most fun event I've ever been close to. It's absolutely fantastic because there's it's eighteen hundred people taking part, and there's there's two people who take it seriously and want to win, and everyone else <laughs> is just there getting wasted <laughs> in, in whatever fancy dress, and you know, it's it's just so much fun, and there's music all the way around, and there's biscuits and sweets and crisps and crisps and chips and you can have fruit juice if you want but why would you now i was reading an article today and it was saying that the belgians are the second fastest half marathon runners in europe so i presume that's other than this race uh yeah no one does it that quick i'll tell you um, <laughs> um now they're good at cycling too so just to clarify, it's the two races that you do, Liège and the Beer Lovers. Is that are they two separate races? No, no, it's it's the same. Uh, the Beer Lovers Marathon is okay. in Liège, right? Got you. Um, and then I'm doing. I'm sure you'll ask me what I've got coming up next, and in the next big one I've got in Bruges. Hey, how, how did you know that was my next question? So, what are you doing soon? <laughs> <laughs> Wearing some ten k. Wearing some ten k, good lad. <laughs> Um, and no, I've got the Wellington 10k this Sunday and then the week after 
I'm I'm leading a what you could call an expeditionary force to Belgium for the the Bruges marathon. I'm doing that, and there's they have the half marathon on the same day, and I've got Terry's doing that. Terry Wall, uh, Bang Tidy, uh, Craig Taylor, and Janssen, and his good lady wife are there for that as well. Fantastic. Well, can you do me a favour then whilst you're out there? Yeah. Now you've got the Anchor app, will you do a little review with everybody in the pub afterwards? Oh, God, that's oh, going to get messy. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got a good beeper. <laughs> you might need one. <laughs> Is that it'll yeah. just sound like someone... Yeah, it'll just sound like someone putting the shopping through at Tesco's with the amount of loops they'll be. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, that, that about rounds stuff. You got anything else for us, guys? No, no. Yeah. But we know we should have more beer uh, in in races. It's, like <laughs> I, I was out last night. I had a couple of beers with the uh, the Chester Marathoners and that. And yeah, all the local breweries we've got round here, and we can't do a race. And local breweries joined up. Is um, yeah, it seems a bit like a massive open goal waiting for someone to kick into it yeah no it'd be great if we could do something like that but yeah yeah well, we could have different corners couldn't we we could have like the limestone hill and you know you could have the titanic mile and oh it's all set up <laughs> isn't it it could be like a big beer festival come run all in one <laughs> next summer well that'd be fantastic well i mean hey Joking aside, I mean, it's it's a massive pee up, yeah. And you'd expect it to fall flat on its face, but as as much fun as uh, the beer lovers is, it's a really really well run thing. It's like it's a well oiled, literally well oiled machine, um, and it's they're learning each year, and it's uh, next year's the fifth, and they're just getting better and better at what they do. Like like any race, you know, it comes with practice on it, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would be blinding if they did run around here. It's just if they did Titanic, I'd never get out of bod. It'd just be plump bored. <laughs> well, I've got some bad news for you in a bit, but um, thanks very much oh. for um, featuring yourself and Lonely Goats. I think you've passed uh, the test to um, become a um, a presenter one week when um, either me or Gareth aren't here. What do you think, mate? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm all for it, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I think, I mean, if you two are the two tall ones and this is like a top gear, does that make me Richard Ammon? Because <laughs> he, can't, he can't drive in a straight line. I'm not crashing into bushes. So. <laughs> oh, you've been very entertaining. Thanks for uh, coming on, mate. Um, no, you're all right, buddy. Pleasure. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, thanks, mate. Okay, it's time for this week's Facebook question. Now, I asked last week if we had a Runsack Awards day or stroke night, what awards would you give out? So what have we got first, Gareth? I'm looking here. Ian's not commented on this. Oh, no. Like the first ever thing we've ever had that he hasn't commented. But... um... (laughs) 
Pete Pete Morgan, he was he's t- he's top on my Facebook, and he's he says um, the best award for remembering to put the Facebook question up. You know, it's always going up on a weekend since I, you've. Let me... <laughs> Since you give, give me slight control, yeah. <laughs> the most most loved race award, funniest uh, running photo of yourself, best chip timing company. Um, there's <laughs> a lot about uh, best uh, pre race excuse. Uh, why not to have your best race? Yeah, Steve McCann has said the best hungover performance. Best use of conjoined expletives on steep uphills. I agree with that one, but I wouldn't be—I wouldn't trust myself to be able to say that sentence on a stage. <laughs> um, ben Bewley, um, he said, "A little-known fact about Ben Bewley I learnt last night was he peels his apples." I said, "Why do you peel apples?" And he said, "Only when I'm only when I'm racing." So, like, during the North Staffs road running season, he doesn't eat apple peel. But he's all right the rest of the time. Apparently, <laughs> it affects his running, apple peel. Um, he, he, he's, um, he wants the Best Dressed Award. Um, and then he's attached... You have to go on the internet for this. But then he's attached a picture of um, of some very garish shorts. Um, so, you'll have, to, you'll have to go... I'm not naming names or anything like that. But, yeah, I have to... Get on the Facebook and have a look at these Gary's shorts. Yeah. Sean Lewis has put, um, Kirsten Irwin would like to see an award for the most enthusiastic clapping by a spectator. And then Kirsten Irwin has put, and the loudest. I don't know what he's getting at. Um, William <laughs> the Bruce, the most family members participating in one race. And he's also got best medal, best T-shirt, best goodie bag, best incline. Best sweets given out during a race. Yeah. Uh, Richard Booth has put outstanding contribution to sales and use of... Now, I can't say this word, so I'm just going to say the best and use of K-tape. How do you say it? (laughs) (laughs) K-tape. John Munton Davis has said, up-and-coming award, uh, most improved award, Best Attitude to Running Award, uh, Volunteers of the Year Award, and that's just an info. And he says, oh, Best Podcast. Yeah. Uh, what about you, mate? That's you, Ian. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I wasn't sure. Um, <laughs> award, uh, best Socks. Best Socks? Oh, the, you'd have a bit of competition there, though. Nah, I've got I've got depth in that game. My sock game's <laughs> pretty much level. In my mind, my, my game's up there. So, uh, go on, Gary. I don't know. I I can't think of any awards that um, should be given out. I was actually thinking about this because it was Parkrun's birthday this week, and a lot of these Parkruns, when they have their birthdays, they hand out awards for different things, and we don't do it at the Whammy. And I thought well, we should do some sort of awards, and I I, I couldn't think of any. It, you know, but we have we have awards at the running club, you know, for various different things. It's, you know, it always goes to the best runners, which that's the nature of an award, isn't it? But then when we try and do the quirky ones, like you know, um, 
clubman of the year. It's always the same people, isn't it? So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we have we 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 we've got an award that's named the Ken Richards Award that just gets given to Ken every year for making the team. <laughs> you know, so. Perhaps we could just do that then. Yeah, just give ourselves each other awards. Yeah. <laughs> Great stuff. Well, um, I'm not sure of a question. I have thought of one, unless any of you two have got a, an idea. No. Well, tell us, tell us yours first. Okay. Well, whilst I was inter- interviewing you earlier, I thought, why don't we have a question as what was your favourite fancy dress? Not not yours personally. Um, what, what, was, what was everybody else's favourite fancy dress that they've dressed in? Can you trump that? Anybody else? Any anything that you would rather? What's your favourite fancy dress that you've been passed by? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got done by Batman yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I, got, I got done by Jesus. Jesus took me out at London, but I, I caught him back up. So. There is, there is a fella from Trenton last year, um, was it last year or two years ago, that went for the world record as the fastest um, person dressed as a plant. And he broke the world record, but then he found out later on that he'd been beaten by somebody else dressed as a plant. So he didn't actually get the world record. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose, yeah, that could fall into it. Yeah, Should we go with that then? Yeah, best fancy dress. And if anyone can tell us what exactly the bloke is wearing on the front of the, I'm sorry, uh, London Marathon uh, <laughs> thing, he, he's clearly wearing fancy dress, but I don't know what it is. So yeah, I thought it was a lump of cheese. Is it? <laughs> I don't know myself. I don't know. I've got a clue. I'm not convinced. Yeah, so um, Gareth will get the question up over the weekend. It's time for your friendly fixture service. So, on the 12th of October, we've got Hull Runner up north, which is at Dalamere. On the 13th, we've got the Warrington 10K, we've got the Tatton 10K, we've got the Fadden. Fad, 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 is that Fadden. right? Yeah, Fadden. Yeah. Fadden 10K, and then we've got the uh, Anderson Lift 10K. It involves no lifting of boats, apparently. With Darren Anderton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's certainly the wet day of the 10Ks, isn't it, that uh, day? Um, the following week, we haven't got any local races that I could find. I searched hard through Ultramarathon uh, calendar and through the Fall Runners Association and through Run Britain and through the... Uh, run ABC. I couldn't find anything. So I've gone a bit further afield. So this one, although the running clubs in Cheshire, the race actually isn't. So the 19th of October is the Warrington Running Club 5 Mile in St. Helens. And also on the 19th is the Birmingham Running Festival, which is a 5k, 10k and half marathon. And then God, that is further afield, isn't it? Uh, (laughs) On the the 20th, we've got the Chesterfield Half Marathon. Yeah. Can I go even further afield? Go on, then. Uh, Also on the 20th, I might have mentioned it, I've got, there's the Bruges Half Marathon (laughs) and there's the Bruges Full Marathon. And on the same day, just over the border, there's the Amsterdam Marathon. And I dare say there's people from around here doing that. 
that's good. Thanks for that. Well, actually, whilst you're on the subject then, I'm going out to Spain to do a race on that weekend as well. But since I've, well, after I've booked the flights and the car hire and the car parking, they've changed the date of the race. So it's not actually on that weekend now. <laughs> so, yeah, enjoy your races, everyone. I'll just be sat around doing nothing. Um, yeah, if, unless you've got any fixtures, feel free to get in touch with us and we will pass them on on the next episode. It's the most important time of the week. It is competition time. So on last week's um, prize winner, we are giving the prize to Gemma Finney. You have won a place to the Warrington 10K. Get your details over to us, sharpish, because the race is on Sunday. Next week, what are we giving a prize for, mate? The Halloween Hellraiser. Yeah. Uh, and... Yeah, how you win this prize is we want your best fancy dress pictures. So um, yeah, get them, get them all stacked up on the Facebook when when I put up the Facebook question. Yeah, uh, the winner will be announced next week's on next week's episode. Good luck, and looking forward to seeing some. Right, well that's about it for this week. Uh, you enjoyed yourself, Ian. I've had a ball, mate. It's been brilliant. Yeah, good stuff. What are you up to this week? Um, I'm resting. I'm going to. I'm. I'm Ledley King style. I'm not doing any training, and I'm just turning up for races. That's it. Um, <laughs> I picked myself up a new book at the weekend. I'm going to have a read of that. Um, running book. So I think people are probably. Oh yeah. Do you know what it is? Oh, well, I've already bought it. Oh, it's right, okay. run, running for their lives the extraordinary story of Britain's greatest ever distance runners it's about Peter Gavuzzi uh, and Arthur Newton who were in the, the 20s the 30s, 40s and 50s and they pretty much wrote the book on distance running um, and it, it, re, it sounds an absolutely blinding read they, they did a transcontinental race across America Okay. Which just, you know, saying that out loud just sounds mental. <laughs> and they did 500 mile relays and races across Canada in snowshoes. It's, it looks an absolute falcon book. Hey, that sounds a good one for a run sack. Are you going to send us a review then when you've read it? I will. I've got to finish finding Gobi first and then I'll get on that one. <laughs> right. Okay. What about you, Gareth? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm led the king in as well. Um, yeah, I'm not doing much running at the moment. I'll, I'll go down and do my coaching. Um, we're doing hills uh, on Wednesday night. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn up with the whammy and mix all the tokens up to make our life a misery. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, yes, no, just yeah, not, not much running unfortunately. But I am, you know, I'm getting a bit more movement in the foot. Uh, I can drive the car. I can wear a trainer. Um, yeah, so a couple more weeks. Hopefully, I'm, I'll start off with one minute run, one minute walk again, and uh, build myself back up to marathon for Manchester. What are you up to, mate? Um, well, just I'll try and get back to running. I've done a little run tonight, but it was a, it was a little bit painful, so I'll work my way back in. Um, 
I'm out in Manchester on Saturday and I'm timing at Warrington on Sunday. Um, so you might be giving me your own times if I have too much to drink. But don't tell that to the organisers. I'm sure we can come up with some some times. <laughs> can I give um, you my time now? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Yeah. What would you 25 like? minutes. <laughs> 25 minutes. Okay, that's the deal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that's about it and then we will be on the show again next week but this is the news that I've got for Ian next week's show is coming live from Bod in Trenton (laughs) oh sorry mate you're quite welcome to come along if you want Um, but yeah we are going to be interviewing Stone Master Marathoners and the chairman and maybe one or two of their runners Um, so yeah if any of you would like to come along and have a chat with us. We will be in board from approximately eight o'clock at night. Anything else to report, or should we wave everybody goodbye? Yeah, no, let's wave everyone goodbye. Um, yes, thank you. We've had a lot of people um, sharing and spreading the love about the podcast this week, so thank you very much. Because uh, yeah, hopefully we get a few new listeners and a few more John Joneses are listening. Yeah. So what do you say then, Ian? Keep run sucking. Keep run sucking. Thanks very much. See you later, everyone. See you. Bye. See you guys. Ta-da.